Hi, my name is David Siegler and welcome to my podcast. Hi, property sourcing profiteers out there in property sourcing land. This is the podcast for you and this episode's a little bit different. A bit different today because normally when I record property sourcing profit podcast episodes... The intention is to try and make them evergreen, or as evergreen as possible. Evergreen, it was explained to me in my early days, is a technical term team for uh, meaning that whenever you listen to the podcast episode, it is relevant. You know, it's timeless. You know, it's never going to date. You know, so I try and usually try and talk about things uh, that aren't happening today. You know, I wouldn't talk about, what would I talk, what would I not talk about? I wouldn't talk about politics particular, in particular. Uh, I wouldn't talk about um, the Queen, God, God bless her. I wouldn't talk, I might talk about another Queen. Right, I might talk about Queen Elizabeth I. Queen Elizabeth I, yes, Henry VIII. I might talk about the royals in no sense, because they're not likely to date. Well, not here in the... Based on the 7th of April in 2020, because that's where I am today, right? And um, the reason this episode cannot be evergreen is because I have overridden my unwritten rule that I did not write. Uh, And uh, I've decided that we need to talk about what's current today, what's going on today. Now, I've tried this a couple of times in recent weeks, and uh, the content that I've given, it's absolutely wonderful content, right? But uh, in one or two instances, it got uh, overhauled by events, overtaken by events. By the time, in that period between me sitting here dribbling into a microphone i'm sure that's a mental image you could all do with uh, as you listen to this and by the time it actually got published and you could listen to it so um i'm trying to strike a balance here i'm trying to give you a market report so 7th of april 2020 this is dave's market report as we speak today i have made several phone calls i've been on the phone a lot today Look, talking to people I know, love and respect in the industry who sell deals for a living. That is what they do. And they are established and they're, uh, they've got proper deal packaging businesses. So I thought maybe it might be interesting to give you a perspective on what I found out on a few things that we're introducing into our deal packaging business, you will recall that I'm working with Progressive Let Sourcing in the round Peterborough. And uh, I think uh, you might be interested into what's going on there. Plus, I've tried to roll it out nationally. I won't uh, name too many names. Uh, I'm going to have to name the wonderful Karen Hodkinson later in this episode because um, her comments really made me sit up and listen. So I'll share that with you uh, as we move through the uh, through the episode. So... What is going on? As everything's ground to a halt, are we in lockdown? Are we in standstill? Has the property market stopped? Is it possible, David? Could it possibly be that you could actually sell a deal today? Or have we all got to wait for the spring, financially speaking, uh, when this terrible, terrible virus um, has moved on? And uh, we start to put the world back together again. And uh, let me explain this as well. And I've, I've said this in one or two previous episodes, but it's worth repeating if you have not heard those episodes. 
I want to make it clear that I absolutely understand the awfulness, the terror that this uh, terrible virus brings to our lives and I fully respect and honour it and I fully respect and honour those who are battling on the front line to serve and protect us and my deepest, deepest sympathies go to everyone who's been struck down by this terrible disease um, and who knows how much longer this is going to go on and, and maybe more of us will be affected but this too will pass if I've learned anything in my 65 years plus on this planet I know this too will pass and at some point people are going to need to sell houses investors are going to want to buy houses has the has the one ever gone away right uh, so how are we going to get started again because get started again we will that is the truth of it the nature of life who are we why are we here what are we here for what is life these are questions for a different podcast but i can help you today if you want to rekindle your deal packaging business i'll tell you what's going on in my life you can extend it into yours so are people buying today yes they are really david really how could that possibly be so this is what i'm hearing i'm talking to friends who are out there um and i'm Right, I want to talk about the deal flow. It is not normal capacity. It's not, okay? So uh, the number of deals being sold are much more limited, but they are being sold. And, David, are they just cash buyers out there buying? I haven't got any cash buyers. How do you buy cash buyers? I need cash buyers in my life. Where are we going to get my cash buyers? I feel another podcast episode coming on about attracting cash buyers in the current marketplace but I'll, t I'll touch on one or two bits on that as we move forward but yes cash buyers are there but also mortgage buyers are there how can this be david are the mortgage companies working so my understanding is and it's a movable fee so i'm actually not going to name the lenders but there are two lenders today today as i speak as i'm recording this that have reinstated their buy to let products okay so you can put in a mortgage application today, 7th of April, 2020, uh, for a deal. How does it proceed? Well, it proceeds fairly normally. The issue is around the valuation. Will a bank valuer go and value the property? So this is what I'm hearing, guys. I'll pass it on to you. These two particular lenders, what I'm hearing is they do a desktop valuation of the property followed by a drive-by valuation from one of their valuers yes i did say drive-by team i did so uh fraught with issues fraught with potential problems the drive-by valuation and it also takes me back for those of you who were working then you were active in the business the sunny uplands of 2005 6 7 when drive-by valuations were all the rage and uh, it ended quite badly really in 2008 as we are aware because you know drive-by valuations can only tell you so much okay but based on desktop and drive-by valuations there are at least two, two lenders today as i speak who will approve buy to let mortgage applications they've also reinstated their loan to value at 75 percent so you can get a 75% loan-to-value mortgage today. I'm not a mortgage broker. I make all the caveats and res reservations into what I'm saying. I am not qualified to give financial advice. I'm not. But this is what I'm hearing. 
I'm hearing that mortgage lenders uh, will make buy-to-let mortgage applications uh, go through as we speak. Now, here's, here's the kicker, the sting in the tail, guys. So yes, they'll give 75% loan to value, but where's the value, right? The value is going to be low. The value is going to be written down. So it's 75% of not very much, or at least not as much as it would have been two months ago. And that's the truth. That's the honest situation. So how do we get around that? Well, either the investor is going to have to put in a bigger deposit to make up the shortfall, or the vendor is going to have to reduce the price. That's what's happening today in the marketplace. And this just isn't one right mortgage, right? This is quite a lot of mortgages nationally, but way down on the number of mortgages that we usually see going through. So this is what's happening. Um, this is the stumbling block today. I have no doubt in my mind that when life starts to get back to normal and things start to move again, as surely it will for those of us that are spared, the people are going to start buying houses and mortgage applications are going to be processed. Okay. And when we get to that point, one of the stumbling blocks is going to be, I believe, because this is what I've seen before, um, is that vendor expectations of pr the values of their property will be higher than the investors' expectations of what they want to pay at that point. There will be a lag during which vendors are going to have to adjust their asking prices if they want to sell their houses. That's the truth of it. Now, I don't know how long it's going to take for that lag, that, that, that divide to be crossed, that, that lag to be repaired, okay? But until vendors are prepared to accept the new world, the new world order, that prices will be lower post-COVID than before, then the market may remain slow um, and it'll be driven by the low valuations of bank valuers on the whole, okay? Um, I'm not going to talk about percentages. There's plenty of people out there talking percentages. I'm hearing it's going to be a short, sharp shock and then a V-shaped recovery, 5 to 10%. I think it's going to be more than that. I do in my heart. Why? Because I can get 5% going into an estate agent. I can get a discount of 5% normal times. I can get 7%. You know, that's not a big ask. You don't have to be particularly clever to get that. So in extraordinary financial times like this, when there are so many other aspects of people's income that's been lost, the businesses that will be lost, that actually go towards support in the housing market, that I suspect it'll be more than 5 to 10%. I do. Will it be 20%? I don't know. Will it be more than 20%? I suspect not. Okay, so that's kind of where I am. Having told you I wasn't going to tell you where I am, that's kind of where I am. Uh, so there's going to be a lag, but at some point, reality will kick in. People are going to have to move, and so investors are going to be able to pick up properties at a significant discount. Okay, so we've got today, I know that there are cash-ready investors go, ready to go today. They want to buy properties they want to get started now they're being very private about it 
so you wouldn't be able to see it in the papers right it's not it's not a national headline type thing buy to let buy to let investors taking advantage of the situation to get into the market that is the headline they want to avoid so they're being very private about it because they do not want to be um, perceived as exploiting people in this day and age it's always got to be a win-win for everybody so they're sitting on the edge they've got the money to go ready to go they want to buy if you want to buy on a mortgage there are lenders who will help you buy on a mortgage but the criteria are going to be pretty tight okay and uh, the other there's another factor that i heard reaching out to investors this last couple of days is boredom boredom is a factor that's creeping in so i spoke to one investor who at home been home for a couple of weeks now plus got the kids at home it's noisy during the day there's all stuff going on right he is bored let's buy some houses david let's get out there and see what's going on right that's what i said that quote unquote right so that's going on as well so people are there ready to buy right number two big big capital number two did we have a number one i'm not sure it doesn't matter number two estate agents are now reaching out to us so it had been very quiet for two three four weeks hadn't heard much from estate agents i feel for estate agents they having to sit at home they're not able to work they're not able to do their stuff right um i was uh, approached i think i told you in the last episode by a local estate agent wanted to do a a walk around video wanted me to do a walk around video so they could value my house so i went through the process with them it was a very interesting process and they are still following up on me so you know hats off to him um but we have now this week for the first time certainly in peterborough had estate agents who are at home reaching out to us saying we've got to sell some houses guys we've come to you because we know you're in a position to buy your investors are in a position to buy so we've got to sell houses these are a couple of deals houses that we've got on the market how cheap do they have to be for you to buy them pause when was the last time we heard something like that how cheap do these have to be before you will buy them very interesting so that gives you an idea of what's going on in the marketplace and if the estate agents are now catching up with the effect that a drop albeit temporary in price is gonna is gonna make to the market then maybe they're going to instruct their vendors and instill a bit of reality into their vendor expectations so that's going on as well very interesting uh so how have we used that how have we used that so what what we're doing is we're taking a couple of these deals and we're sending them they're not deals yet they're leads at the moment you know how much how cheap would this have to be before you bought it and basically re-asking the question we're sending them to one or two of our selected investors saying this has come across our our, our tabletop it's available now there are difficulties in terms of viewings but how cheap would this have to be to meet your numbers to meet your criteria in the current circumstances right so we can do video viewings we can uh, get it done by the vendor we can go ask the vendor to go back right if the, the vendor is not a videographer and they're not used to uh doing videos of the houses i guys listening to this you're going to be used to videoing walk around videoing houses right but the public is not 
So we might have to go back and get them to show us the, the gas meter and the electric meter under the kitchen uh, sink, right, in that cupboard. Is it damp? And, you know, is, is the chipboard, is the um, kitchen unit where they've had a leak over the years, is it all rotten? Does it need replacing? All of that sort of stuff that you wouldn't normally see on a video walkthrough, but we need to see it because we are property investors, right? And we, we're packaging for property investors. So, subject two, a video walk round from the vendor, uh, a desktop valuation and a drive-by from a bank valuer based on what his, his or her knowledge of the area is, are you happy to buy at X? If you're not happy to buy at X, would you be happy to buy at X less? 15%, 20%, whatever it is, right? Uh, that's going to be amazingly useful criteria for us to know from our investors. It'd be useful for you as well. So we're keeping close to our investors, both cash and mortgage, because the mortgage market is, uh, although weird, is functioning at, at a point. Now, something else, something else has become very apparent in recent days. The appetite of investors uh, has got really, really simplified. So the talk about complex deals, you know, commercial developments, um, certain types of HMO, I'll come back to that, because uh, HMOs are still very strong, right? Um, service accommodation style units, the appetites have changed. So there's been a focusing in on buy to let, single let. That is what people want today. Um, if if you're looking for great value, single let, buy to let, completed projects, maybe even with a tenant in situ. There's nothing wrong with the tenant, having the tenant in situ, so long as your letting professional knows how to deal with that. And uh, the way we deal with it, we go in and we we sit down with the tenant existing and we put in place a new AST right with all the everyone signing all the guarantee signatures everything that's involved everything you need right that 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 works really well as well okay so um keep it simple let's talk about HMOs HMOs are wonderful investment vehicles cash flow fantastically I love HMOs at uh, the moment I would keep two working people styly HMOs. I would not get involved in the student market. Now, we never were involved in the student market in Peterborough because we never really had a student market. But the student market is coming to Peterborough. Uh, the new campus, big campus in Peterborough, will be open, you know, if everything's still on target, in 2022. And we know, because the university has told us, that the accommodation specific to the university is, will lag behind two, three, four, five years. So they need us to find them accommodation. So in the current market, however, I would keep away from buying or sourcing for my investors a student-let HMO. Why, David? Because this is what I'm hearing. This is what this is true story. So in some universities around uh, the country, their in-house student-specific accommodation provided by the university right um they broke it up early probably no one's going to be back till september october right so the students have gone home and what the universities are doing are refunding the students for the accommodation they've paid for since you know march all the way through 
right to the end of the year. Now, that is different to the student HMO business because student HMO business, you all know, students sign an AST. Uh, it might be a 10, 11 month project or it might be a 12 month AST. Uh, you get generally all the parents are standard guarantors, make sure the rent's paid. But the students who are in the HMOs, they want to go home as well. They're seeing all their friends go home or in student-specific accommodation. They're seeing all their friends in the student-specific accommodation getting their refunds. So they are now looking at their tenancy agreement saying they're committed to pay rent at least till the end of June, probably into July. They are not happy, understandably not happy, but they've got a commitment to the landlord. If they don't pay, the HMO landlord, the investor, is not going to be happy. But this is how it's rolled, guys. Students have just left. Students have left uh, HMOs all around the country. And then when the landlord, the investor, the HMO owner has, has contacted the parents of the students who stood as guarantor for the lease... They're saying they're on furlough on 80% of the wages and they're not in a position to pay. What do you do? What do you do? So the rent roll stops. So in the current circumstances, here is what I'm saying loud and proud. As a deal packager, yes, I will introduce HMO opportunities to my landlords, to, to my investors, but not at this point student HMOs. So be very, very careful about that keep it simple it's no longer enough for a deal packager to put a deal forward to an investor saying um oh it's a big three-bedroom house in the middle of a city it's got a great hmo footprint we can convert it right this is the cost of the refurb this is what you're going to get at the end right too many imponderables there okay so uh will can your team actually do the refurb at all right <laughs> I've had teams like that, couldn't do it at all. Can they bring it in on budget? Once it's done and it's on budget, is it to building control standards? Will you get an HMO license? Is there a demand for the rooms? Is it an Article 4 area, right? Is, um, is it in a place in the city where people want rooms? Or is it completely saturated in that area so people don't want rooms for another reason, right? Um, there's too many variables. So I am going to focus just talking about me guys in my business on single let buy to lets at a great discount to the market we are going into a downturn downturns are great we love a downturn many of you listening to this episode will not remember working in a downturn because since 2008 we've worked in a market which has very slowly recovered over 10 12 years we haven't had a boom i do not believe we've had a boom right but we've had a slow long persistent road of recovery in the market that's nationally now there are places southeast of england london that have had a boom during that period but then they had a pause as well so you know it depends where you are most of the country in my opinion only in the last 18 months before the current unpleasantness saw values return to uh pre crash 2008 levels only now in some places of the northeast and northwest are 2007 levels being reached and that of course we've got the break on there again so i would stick to single let buy to lets that I, that's what i would st stick to i would keep it simple 
Let's keep it nice and simple. It's about the discount. It's about the rent roll, because the rents are not going to go down, team. You know, supply and demand, there's still the same amount of people, and they still want to rent houses. So the rents are going to be maintained. They are, once, you know, everything unlocks and things start to begin to, uh, to normal. So where are you going to find your deals? Let me, let me just finish this episode with a few, just a couple of comments on this. Where are you looking for your deals today? If I'm saying you've got to find single let buy to let deals, where are you going to look? Now, obviously, estate agents we covered, direct to vendor marketing, the traditional way, uh, direct mail, absolutely. You um, scrape the portals, properties that's been on the market over 90 days, been on too long, come back on, gone off again, sold, unsold, all that sort of thing. Yeah, that's still valid and that still works. But if you want to do it quick and you want to do it free, here is where I would go. Facebook, Facebook. Now, I am not talking Facebook ads. There's nothing wrong with Facebook ads. They are a very powerful tool. But there is an investment in Facebook ads. And there's also a little bit of a lag in getting your leads through. I might do completely separate episode of this with a Facebook ad expert. And we'll talk you through Facebook ads for investors and Facebook ads for uh, properties. We may well do that. So Facebook, well, the Facebook I'm talking about is Facebook Marketplace. Have you ever looked at Facebook Marketplace? It's genius. I didn't realize all the stuff that was in there. And uh, yes, you can find houses, you can find homes, you can find houses for rent, you can find rooms for rent, right? So who are we going to be talking to there? We're going to be talking to landlords, we can strike up a conversation, you can message them. There's a great big message box with a big blue Facebook Messenger type um, logo on it. You can just talk to the landlord the other end, right? They've also got houses for sale. Everything's for sale in the Facebook marketplace. I have no idea. All sorts of strange stuff. Anyway, I'm on it now. So Facebook marketplace, what it is, it's kind of like a virtual gum tree stroke spare room stroke open rent. That's kind of what it is, but with, with, with bells and whistles. I nearly said with knobs on. I know. Sorry about that. Um, with knobs on, right? So get go and have a look at Facebook Marketplace. The great thing is it costs you nothing. It's absolutely free, all right? So go in there and start talking to landlords, property owners, people that want to sell, people that want to, people that want to maybe rent or sell. There's an opportunity there. You know, maybe if you could negotiate a lease option, agreement in the current marketplace so you're giving your investor you're you're not going to keep the lease option obviously we are deal packages you're going to get paid for finding sourcing tying up the paperwork and passing it on to an investor it's a very low risk investment for your investor because basically at its heart a lease option deal is a rent to rent uh agreement with the owner and with the right but not the obligation to buy at a price fixed today. So you are completely de-risking this opportunity for your investor. Maybe another idea. Maybe it's worth a whole episode talking about sourcing lease option deals for your investors in the current market to keep them safe and also to present the house owner, the landlord, 
whoever with a win-win. So if we've got a win-win-win for everyone, i.e. we get paid as well, and that's the third win, maybe that's something we should look at much more closely, more closely than we have done in the last five, ten years. Yes, packaging lease options has always been there, right? But how many of us actually packaged the lease option in the last five years? I wonder. Something we should be looking at to keep everybody safe going forward. So, to sum up, investors are out there that want to buy. The cash people are there, but they want a deal. Have the vendors caught them up in terms of how they see the value of their properties? Mortgage companies, certain buy-to-let mortgage companies are active and operating today. It's a little bit weird, but you can get a 75% loan against a really low loan to value. It's people with cash ready to go. We, we in our world, I in my world, have estate agents reaching out to us now, offering us houses, and instead of giving us the price, saying, how cheap does this need to be for you to sell it, right? Keep it simple. Let's go single let, buy to let. HMOs are great. Got to be very careful with student HMOs, in my view. It's just my personal view as a deal packager. Anything that needs hefty old conversion, hefty old refurb, uh, be cautious. Maybe now is not the time for that. And uh, where can you go and find deals for free? Facebook Marketplace. Go and have a look. Have a rummage through. Gumtree, Spare Room, Open Rent, whatever you find, we're going to sell all of them. It's going to be great. Thank you for listening. I am David Siegler. See you on the next episode.